This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. If I were you, I cannot sleep, I cannot dream tonight Until I hear that podcast With Jake and Amir Pinching things and giving their advice And as I swiped I counted The matches from my Tinder I'll kill myself in a Starbucks tonight A Starbucks tonight Don't waste your time on me Do you know what that one was? It was a a, a deep cut. That was a deep cut. That's a famous Blink yeah. song. <laughs> I feel that like was one of their B sides. I not think one of their B sides. That is, that's off their self titled. It was a single. Real fans will know what what song that was. That's from Cheshire Cat. <laughs> uh, is that is that I miss you? Is that what it is? Yeah, of course it's I miss you. Of course it's I miss you. Did they have like a bunch of uh, cryptically titled songs? Because I know like Damn It is the song of like what's Damn It doesn't have the word Damn It in it. It's like that song that's I guess this is growing up, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Damn It. Um, yeah, but this song is I Miss You. Is I Miss You in it or is that another like weird, interesting alt I, title? No, he, they repeat I Miss You incessantly in that song. Because I thought the song was called Don't Waste Your Time or something. Voice no. inside my head. Voice inside, yeah, it could be. But I mean, Mark, yeah. Senor Hoppus is in the background saying <laughs> I miss you over and over again. Uh, I don't know if they do have a lot of songs like that. Yeah, no. I mean, Girl at the Rock Show, that's... It, it's just that one's, it. All the small things, uh, that's the first... Yeah, that's you true. Know, that's true, yeah. What's my age yeah. again? Right. I say that a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, I was, I was trying to create some sort of deep, interesting uh, philosophical I mean, there's aliens road, exist. thesis okay peggy sue going away to college those are things that they don't say in the song but it's sort of it's the vibe of the song i think they go they go half and half yeah i mean is that a they're a fascinating band they're right 
What about like top 10 songs that are titled after words that are not in the song at all? It seems like you gotta go words in the song. Otherwise, yeah. I guess movies are the same way. Sometimes they say the line, like the titular line. I guess we were all a few good men. They never say that. Right. I feel like movies, it happens less. But Jurassic Park is welcome to Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. All right, but songs, I feel like it happens a lot. Like, what's the most famous song where they don't say the the words, the the title of the song? Yeah, I, I'm struggling to think of any. It's really hard. It's hard to think of. Hey, Jude, they don't say <laughs> hey, Jude. Oh, no, they do right up top. Um, yeah, it's the first two words. Hey, and they Jude. sing it a lot in the chorus. Yeah, that's what I was oh, going to yeah. say. I bet, yeah. If you know if you if you know it, you're thinking about it and you're you're shouting it into your iPhone mm-hmm. or and Android device. Yeah, and you're adding me, and that's yeah. And I'm gonna. Can we think of these. one more? We got to think of at least one because then it's just gonna be this itch that I can't scratch the entire show. Okay. What's a song titled? Uh oh, no, never mind. I was thinking of that Simon and Garfunkel song. You know where it's like. It's a full song. <laughs> I sound very stoned right now. It's a full song. And then there's also the second, like the last minute of it feels like a different song. Mm. And then like bookends. It's, is it called bookends? They have a song called bookends, I think. I don't know that. Is song. that the old friends song? It's like bookends and then in parentheses old friends. I have no a clue. time of innocence, a time of bookends. I don't That's know. That's Simon and Garfunkel? Yeah. It's it's interesting that you and I have the exact same level of uh, el- zero music knowledge, like very very limited <laughs> music knowledge. Surface, <laughs> like we have to Google a famous Simon and Garfunkel song right now. <laughs> yeah, it's called "Old Friends," but then if you there, I don't know. I wish I knew more. I'll do research. I I promise you guys, mm-hmm. "Old Friends" and bookends. Where it's like a, a song. <laughs> There's, I'm trying. I can't think of a single song that doesn't say the thing. Um, <laughs> and now I can't even. Th- all right, who's the? All right, um, okay. So let's go. Wait, this is crazy. I can't even think of a song. I really can't think of an artist right now. Who's someone that sings a song? What? Okay, the Beatles. They got. Let's go through their catalog. They. I feel like they're classically naming the song off off of the things that they sing. Let it be. That one's in there. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to go song by song. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. What about newer modern songs? Um, uh, Brick by Ben Folds. You know, that modern song from 1998. Yep. That's, right. that's in they, the chorus. It says Brick a lot. Yeah. We're going to yeah. get into... <laughs> We're going to have that, that, that thing where it's just ruminating thoughts, only thinking about songs that have the title in the chorus. That's what's going to keep on happening yeah. now. One headlight. The opposite. I think he says one yeah. headlight a lot in that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's usually most just... songs they do, right? Yeah, it's the words that you repeat the most. It's the chorus. Yeah. It's, it's all named after the chorus. The hook. <laughs> oh, you know, that's in it. The hook brings you yeah, back, of course. Run around. Yes, run around. That's, again, the whole point, the crux of the song slash short. Um, I mean, uh, you know, like the um, <laughs> Beethoven's Fifth, they don't say 
they never say Beethoven's fifth in that song. It's all fucking like I think they do. It goes Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> really? Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I had yeah. I'd only been listening to the karaoke version. I think the, when you touch me like this, all coming back to me. Yeah, that's that's the chorus as well. So mm. it, it appears as though "Damn It" is the only song like that. Really? Ever. Okay. Unless we want to look up specifically. I bet it's already been like a BuzzFeed list. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah? Did you look? Did you cheat or did you think of it? I've got it and I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so you cheated. You looked it up. You, don't, you didn't got it. I got it got means it you, you got it. You it's found really, it. It's got to, well, I didn't, I didn't find it. I didn't look up like famous songs that don't say the word. I didn't look up that. My, I, searched, I see. I searched, I searched most famous song and there's a list. And some of them, I'm like, oh, they don't say that. What do you got? What's the most famous song? That well, I mean, this it? is only according to an eonline.com list, uh, most iconic songs, but it's Smells Like Teen Spirit. That's pretty good. Yeah. And he doesn't say it. Uh, another one on this Here list. Here we are. Yeah, that song should be called uh, Entertain Us. Yeah, exactly. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's good. That's really good. God, I wish we thought of it. It would have been so fucking satisfying. Yeah, me okay. saying, here, let me let me cut that this part out. <laughs> oh, what about Bohemian Rhapsody? That's like, damn it. Or uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit is another one. Yeah. Just trying I to could, think. I actually could have had this moment if you didn't say that I looked it up. Like, I, I was going to be like, I got it, and then say it. Like, that would have been perfect. Yeah. And I could have gotten away great. with it, too. It's hard because there's no easy way to search your brain for it. Like, I have to stop doing everything else in my brain. Like I stopped breathing to think about, you got to think about the song first, then the title, and then go mm-hmm. even deeper in a Rolodex in your mind to find every fucking word in that title. Yeah. And the problem really comes when you just like, your brain wants you to fuck up. So your brain will just like keep on yelling brick by Ben Bolt. And you're like, it's not that one. <laughs> and I can't move on until I say it out loud. <clears throat> Oh, I'm just uh, I'm, now I'm on rollingstone.com's 500 greatest songs of all time and I and we have to record a podcast so I just need to I need to get off of the internet. There we all go. All right, let's get one more you can cheat. Anything else from that list? Oh, well, now I just closed the tab. Hang on one second. I got you. All right. The problem with the Ten list deep. Yeah. The problem with the list here is that it starts with 5 at number 500. And we don't know those songs. So it's Yeah, well, these aren't like Oh, here we go. Now we're getting Now we're getting somewhere. Hang on. Now we're fucking now we're scrolling. Yeah, while you do oh, that, I'm just I'm I'm scrolling through Weezer's blue album and they all seem to between Buddy Holly, Sweater Song, mm-hmm. Holiday, they all have it. They, it's all in there. My name is Jonas, of course. My name is Jonas. That one says it. Yeah. Right off the bat. They a lot of them no say time. a lot of them it's the first thing they say. That's confusing. Yeah. It, it's either the first thing or the, or chorus, the chorus thing. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally they just title a song like you're naming a child. It's not necessarily in the actual lyrics. Oh yeah, when this when they name just like the song after um now I'm thinking Layla and it's obviously not Layla, but yeah, because that's yeah, after a a woman or a man, that's the infatuation. But they mm-hmm. but then the, they would say the name of that person in the song. I was also about to say, don't stand so close to me. It's really embarrassing because like often it's the thing they, they, they say it so much. They say it nonstop. We're going to get like 
hundreds of tweets being like, this is the really popular song. We should have yeah. thought of that. This is another popular song. We should have thought of that. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I bet there's like a list of exactly what we're talking about somewhere. Someone's done it. Someone's done it better than us. And we tried to do it uh, just willy-nilly on the podcast, live on the day. Oh, hallelujah. And we- That's a good one that says it a lot. Just Now I'm just looking at great songs. Yeah. But we're in... <laughs> um hang on one second i'm at i'm scrolling past uh 200 here so now we're gonna start getting into, now we're gonna start getting into some really fucking some real bangers okay oh how about johnny cash Folsom prison blues oh that's yeah i don't think he ever says Folsom. I don't, but i also don't really know how that song goes is that the i shot a man in reno just to watch him die oh well there you go that counts that counts as the third song. And now, 13 minutes deep, we can finally put this offhand question to bed. Mm, yeah. Uh, we failed. How about Brown Eyed Girl? Does he say Brown Eyed Girl ever? Yeah, he says it like 30 times in the song. All right. And cool. uh, I think after Damn It, we couldn't think of any. Then you looked at a few listicles and we scrounged up three more. At the, at one the of end which of the we're not day, even sure about. I couldn't even do the list thing very good because this is uh, because Rolling Stone's website's so bad. So it's been a long it's been a long week, basically. Yeah. I mean, we're recording this on Monday morning to release right away, Monday, June fifteenth. That's just right. to place things in on the calendar for everybody. The Ides of June. We're not even halfway done with twenty twenty. Are we not? Yeah. Hmm. Where that would be uh, at the end of June would be halfway home. I think, do you feel like June is, and I feel like June, or I feel like 2020 is ending in November. That's like Groundhog's Day. Uh, Yeah. It's either like, I feel like on election day, we realize, we find out if 2020 has an end or if 2020 ends in 2024. (laughs) So we'll get to see, is there two more months or four more years? Yeah. Like, I don't care about the calendar year anymore. All I care <laughs> the about. election cycle. It's not even a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. This is If I Were You, an advice show, I guess, um, hosted by <laughs> us. The only one hosted by us. I'm Amir. I am Jake. Uh, I'm in Los Angeles. Jake's in Connecticut, it looks like. That's correct. That is correct. That's your brother's old room. Uh, yeah. I'm chilling in Micah's room. I got the, uh, the Fender Strat right behind me. Um, That's a really nice axe. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's the Fender, it's the Fender Stratocaster. Do you have a Do you have an amp or a wah wah pedal? I would love to jam with you sometimes. I I do have I we have an amp, but it's in the shed. I don't know if we have the. I we don't think we have the cord. Let's get the amp. I think uh, I feel like we have. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> We've already derailed the podcast so much. I wanna I wanna yeah I wanna come up with a song that doesn't have the words in it. As the title. That's not a bad idea. That is not a bad idea. Untitled is what the name of the song is. Blink-182 has a, has a song called Untitled. It goes, Untitled, and I'm <laughs> so mighty. Untitled in the way that I go wide. I really want to titled. Yeah. So he says a, it a lot. <laughs> that's actually exactly how it goes. <laughs> Don't waste. All right, here's a question for you okay. that we received just this week. You know, just because the world is having an awesome glow up right now doesn't mean people don't have any questions of it 
like everything's going splendidly for us sure but some people are actually in a predicament good that's at least it makes sense that we still have the show then yeah uh how (laughs) this one is from a 20 year old english male at university we'll call him hugh grant who's on the cusp of his second year uh, at university. My best friend for many years is deciding between moving to a city with his girlfriend this September or staying with her, uh, sorry, and staying with her, or moving to the same city as me and breaking up with her. He says he kind of wants to break up for a fresh start, but I don't really want him coming with me because although I love him, he doesn't really gel with my new friends and always makes me feel guilty when I spend loads of time uh, with him, making me think that he might be too much of a drain on my personal resources when I've got a lot of other things to do. Man. I don't want to disappoint him either if he moves to the city that I'm in, and I can't spend that much time with him even though he's partly moving for me. How do I convince him to stay with his girlfriend and not move to the same city as me while, I, while still keeping him as a friend? That's not where I expected this question to go. That is yeah, not where I expected I it kind to of, go. Uh, this question jumped out to me because it was like a reverse saving Silverman situation where it's like, usually it's, my friend's girlfriend sucks. We got to break up, get the band back together if I can hang out with my single friend. And this guy's yeah. like, how do I get him to leave me alone and stay in this relationship? We're going to yeah. team up everybody and fight to get him staying in a relationship and not moving to the city that I'm in as a single man. (laughs) Um, What would you do? Well, this is the movie that I want to pitch you. It's called, it's the savings saving Silverman was the one that the famous one, right? About trying to break up a friend. So this one's called, so this one um, is protecting Goldman. And this guy's name is Goldman. Yeah. So it's the 2020 version. Everything is like gritty rebooted style. Mm -hmm. Everything is different and changed now. We're telling the story from a different point of view. Two guys team up in a silly caper to get this guy uh, to marry his girlfriend. Even though it's Um, wrong. Get new friends, but lose the old because you are silver and I am gold. (laughs) That's <laughs> yeah. That is so the you're tag. begging and ple- you're begging and pleading this guy to settle down so he leaves you the fuck alone. I think you could tell him be like, you know, if you do move here, I just don't imagine us having a lot of time to spend together because I'm at uni and I'm gonna like be hanging out with some new uni friends and this guy should yeah. be so offended. He'll be like, you know what? Fine, I'm just gonna go and move in with my girlfriend and that'll show you thinking that he'll be like jealous. But instead, this guy will be like, yeah, that's. That's what I wanted all along. Right. I mean, I think that this happens sometimes in relationships, I feel like, too. You know, when, like, somebody, like, gets into college and and the boyfriend or girlfriend is going to go to the same college and they're like, well, you can do that, but do it for you. Don't do it to be with me. It's like people just don't like that kind of pressure. It's it's an expectation fulfillment thing. So I think you could be like... And it's like he shouldn't break up with the girlfriend for this for this other guy, for a friend. He should break up with a girlfriend for himself if he doesn't like the girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so it seems like you don't have to manipulate him. You can just straight up tell him the truth. Worst case scenario, you lose him as a friend, which yeah. seems like kind of better than having him break up with his girlfriend, move 
towards your city slash in your city and then want to hang out all the time. The tough thing here is like a lot of the time the truth is like something that's hard but ultimately good. This truth is like hard and ultimately sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's like, the truth is you make, you're weird around my friends and I don't like you. So I don't want you to move here. God, glad I got that off my chest. Things will be better for that. <laughs> like they will be better for you, but it kind of will ruin your friend's life a little bit. But maybe that needs to happen. Just because you were friends with someone when you were 11 doesn't mean that you should get along at age 20. You're kind of a different human at that point. Yeah. I still wonder if you don't tell the truth, but you just sort of, like, you say, um, you should break up with your girlfriend if you want, and if you wanted to live in the city, that'd be cool. But I'm, I don't know. Just, like, temper his expectations. Unless you really want a clean break, in which case, just say, I don't want to hang out with you. But you can always do yeah. that over time. Like, it seems weird to be like, st- give your friend advice on staying together with with someone he doesn't want to be with or not. Like, he should definitely just do whatever he wants to do. You just have to remove yourself from the situation. Yeah. Tell the truth. Worst case scenario, this guy doesn't hang out with you. But still, better than the alternative I mean, of him breaking up with his girlfriend to be with you. He definitely won't hang out with you if you tell him the truth. That's for sure. The truth is that you think he he's, he doesn't get he doesn't gel with your friends and you don't want to spend time with him. That's right. Yeah. So worst worst case scenario will one hundred percent happen there. He will hate you. He'll worse. be upset and yeah. he won't be your friend anymore. But maybe that's fine for you. I guess to me to me worst case scenario is him moving in with you. So this is second worst case scenario. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um. This guy he says he has a podcast called Don't Read on Podcast, and he's been a big fan of ours. So we're going to give his podcast a shout out, the Don't Read on Podcast. All right. And now his friend, if he, <laughs> now his friend's going to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You don't have to tell him at all. Don't worry. We, we did outed it. you. We know exactly who you are. He'll find out, I'm sure. Whether he listens to this show he either listens to it or he has a friend that does. Like, that's how many people fucking listen to this thing. Like, you, everybody on earth is one degree away. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know it sounds like I'm self-fucking... He obviously has a friend who listened to it, right? Because his friend wrote in. That's right. So he'd be like, dude, I think this is about you. And he's like, yeah, it's about... It's you who wrote in. Like, yeah, I guess so. This is fucking bizarre. <laughs> Don't move here. And don't waste your time on me, okay? (laughs) You're all ready. Uh, All right, let's take a break. Thanks to sponsors. Come back with more questions and answers after this. Yeah! This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little No, no, I don't. But just before we came back from the break, you told me that you did. And I said, great. So first of all, there's a Dave Matthews song called number 41, right? Yes. He doesn't say that in it, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. And like that blur song where it's like, I got my head shaved is like track two or song number two. Yes. That is correct. Yes. Titles where they haven't, they haven't updated him from the placeholder Mm -hmm. track title. That's right. Um, there's also the that's not my unsolicited yeah, the Green Day song American Idiot uh, yeah, where he, that's they want to be an American Idiot is how it starts oh is that what he says in the chorus I haven't yeah. I, I haven't heard this song wait is uh, what, Dookie Basket Case yeah I don't think he says Basket Case dope uh, I think I'm cracking up or am I just, just Basket uh, Case am I just, just Case yeah <laughs> no, I, yeah <laughs> do they say, and when I come around he says you know yeah. you know no. says that 
dun, 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 so dun, some of them dun, you're dun, getting dun, right and the fact that you keep bringing when up, i come over there <laughs> you don't know the game i don't think i think you're just guessing sometimes correctly but most sometimes times not. not but i got basket case yeah. that's solid basket case is good that was like the first organic one we've come up with 30 minutes into this show well, song song two was pretty solid growing herbs growing herbs from seeds is how i've been spending some of my free time recently and it's been both difficult and i've lost some stuff and some stuff has been fruitful and the fact that i don't have a hundred percent success rate i'm learning how to do this stuff and it makes the like i'm looking at this basil plant that i've cultivated from literally a a piece of dirt with some seeds in it to like a, a plant with like 21 leaves on it like i'm looking at this thing like wow look what i've done this wow. thing that i usually wouldn't even care about at all yeah um the problem is, I mean, I guess it's not really a problem. It's a fun way to pass the time. You can see this thing grow, and it takes you know a couple weeks to a couple months to do. So there's a nice long timeline, but you don't have to wait years like it's a tree or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm having problems with, with some of my herbs that I'm trying to grow. Like the basil's doing great, but my sage is struggling. So I'm learning. I saw you took, yeah, you took to Twitter and asked for some sage advice. Ah, it was, it was a shit show. Because and everybody was saying. Everyone was saying one thing. And I was so certain that that wasn't the case. Like I, and you, I look it up and it's that same old problem of like brown tips. It means you're either overwatering or underwatering. So treat right. it by adjusting. So it's like, okay, great. So I'm either doing one thing or the exact opposite. And if I do the exact opposite to help, that's either going to save the plants live or kill it completely. Right. I transferred the say everyone said I was overwatering it so I transferred from the starter bed that I did which was only an inch of soil to a deeper pot and then when I transferred it the roots were like so like dried out I'm like there's no way I'm overwatering this thing but I put it in this new plant and I let it dry out and then it started getting even more brown I'm like I think it's just too dry I'm going to water it more and a lot of the little sage leaves died out and now I'm like holding on to like two last stalks that haven't died yet and i don't know if these and you're watering i'm watering it but maybe the roots aren't taking the water so like i'm watering a lot so the soil looks overwatered but the actual plant itself is underwatered and then i found a fucking caterpillar on it like a little inchworm Mm, that was eating the leaf i'm like i only have like eight leaves left and these critters are starting to eat the leaves so I buy the neem oil. I mean, I'm learning about all this little shit. It feels like a little video game, like Animal Crossing, like a slow burn. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I might have that's really nice basil to put on something. You, and you, you like you're using it. You're putting the basil and some pasta. God no, no, I have not. I'm too scared. You're to like, it. like I'm just I'm worried about growing it right now. Like the idea of actually using this sage in some sort of pasta sauce seems so foreign mm-hmm. to me. Do you, so you you're keeping it in a little pot by the window? No, I leave it outside. So oh, okay. to cultivate it from like seeds to sapling, you do it inside and like cover it with saran wrap to create this like uh and that part's over kind of you've, steam room. You've done that yeah, part. And then you Yeah, and then you take it outside and you like water it, it to try to get it to it's grow. It's backyard. There. Backyard style. You gotta get some planters. Do you have planters back there? That's the next step. Cause you know, some people are years ahead of me. They got planters with tomatoes and peppers and they're growing food that they're picking off and they're eating straight off the straight oh, off yeah. the vine. That looks exciting. And that's yeah, that's Los Angeles for you, baby. You should talk to my sister. My, my sister Sarah grows that shit. Yeah, but she does it on like rooftops, right? Uh she well, she's an herb farmer in North Carolina now. So can she look at my sage and tell me what the hell's wrong with it? I'm quite certain she could. 
Jesus Christ, why are you hiding that information from me? I'll call her in. You knew, you saw the tweet. Let's FaceTime her. Yeah, I did. You knew what was going yeah. on. I, sh- I should have showed it to her, honestly. I'll show it to her after this. But yeah, I have... After this is too late. <laughs> the leaves are yellowing. She thinks, yeah, she, you, uh, you overwatered it. It's time to dry it out. Take a, take a hair dryer to that thing, actually. That's what Sarah said. She just texted me. Yeah, the hard part is you have to stick the hair dryer underneath the soil and blow it from the inside out. So That's hold right. on a second. Um, I have so I have a peach tree and an apple tree, a cherry tree, um, a and an orange tree. Wow, peach apple, yeah. Um, That's massive. You have an orchard. It sounds like you have. I like, do have an orchard. A little farm going on. I have several. Where's that? Where are all these trees? This is in a forest. It's on my island. So I have. So, okay. So I don't know if we talked about your island. I should say that you recently either came into or purchased an island. Well, I didn't. I guess I. Per- yeah, because it started out as just a vacation island, and then I ended up having to buy the island. So I ended up. So I purchased the island from a raccoon. Um, it was, I mean, I don't own the island. I think the I think Tom Nook owns the island. I just I own I the house on the island. Uh, Got it. But so it was like so that's twenty nine. Yeah, animals. This is a yeah. game. Yeah, animal crossing. It's not, yeah, it's so a lifestyle. Not real it's more fruits. than a. These are it's not a game. Virtual fruits. Yeah, <laughs> it isn't a game. That's They're pretty real to me. I, agree with that. I sell them. I sell yes. them for real money. I sell well bells. Yeah. I sell them for real bells. And I can <laughs> got it. I use that money to buy goods and services. So this is not island. this is not what I was talking about. Um, no, I was talking about actual actual. This is actual. This is actual. Like, it, actual create food from. It's, so this is that seemingly scratch you're this talking actual, about yeah uh, yeah <laughs> how far it's, are you how far have you gotten on your island um it's not about getting far it's just about it's just about doing doing the work day to day you know you gotta you gotta just plug away i haven't gotten far but i i that's it's a lifestyle it's not like a game if that's what you're trying to imply yeah. like you don't beat it i have added an extra so room did you buy a game in addition to Animal Crossings, you purchased a game recently, right? Oh yeah, I tr- well, I bought I bought The Witcher, but I didn't have enough space to download it, um, so I don't. So I haven't been able to play it yet. But I have. It, it. must be an enormous game because I have five games on my Switch and I've downloaded them all. You only have Animal Crossing, and you seem like you can't download The Witcher. Yeah, Witcher is like it's like thirty three gigs or something. Jesus Christ! It's huge. It's really big. Um, so I need to get like a special card, uh, and I haven't been able to do that because I'm still working on the island. You know, there's yeah. just there's stuff to be done, cultivating. You could delete. You could I was delete raising money crossing. for a natural ramp, is what I was saying. <laughs> I was raising yeah, money for delete. a ramp. If you delete Animal Crossing, it might free up enough space for the uh, yeah the other game you want to get. If I deleted Animal Crossing, then um, then like. Timmy and Tommy wouldn't be able to open up their store. Um, yeah, Antonio wouldn't have anywhere to live. It's not like a real thing anyway. <laughs> I guess they would live in other people's systems or whatever. It's pretty real to me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been playing Super Nintendo's Super Nintendo Zelda, Zelda Link to the Past, because Ben was telling me that it's like an amazing game, and I never played Zeldas growing up. So I'm like, all right, I'll give this a shot. Yeah. I've been playing for over a week thinking that I'm like getting close to the end, finally defeated this big boss man. And it was like, awesome, congratulations. I'm like, this is great. 
Zelda's here. And like you have one of the nine crystals you need to take you need to like actually save Zelda. I'm like, excuse me, I th- I thought I was done, and you're telling me that like this is actually I'm 11 percent of the way through this game. Wow, I've been playing for like several hours a day for a fucking week and a half to get to like this point. So isn't that this good? Game is like, made for you 11 year olds? Aren't you happy though that you have more game to play, or would you rather have beaten it? I would rather have beaten it because I want to be like, okay, that was tough, but I spent 20 fucking hours on this thing and I finally figured out how to beat it. And then it was is it like, ha- like no, what's hard you're not it? actually close. Is it like puzzles it's, that you need to solve or is it like combinations yeah. of buttons so it's, it's, that are like, <laughs> I just can't imagine. It's a good combo of both. Okay. Yeah. So I've never, I had never played Zelda. I was more of a Mario guy, which is very simple. It's like, you're on one side of the screen, get to the other, beat the bad guys and get there. Yeah. With Zelda, it's more open. It like throws you onto this map and it's like, try to find the princess here. And so like, you're walking around, there's no like sense of urgency or time. It's just like, walk around, talk to people, find out where she is. And then, like, invariably, this one person will be like, yeah, she's in this place, but you need to get this thing to get to that place. So find the key, move a rock, put a bomb, go into a cave. So there's little games within the games within the games to get further along. So it's a little more loosey-goosey. So I've been enjoying that aspect of it, where it's like... Are, are the graphics updated? Busters. Like, does it, does it look nice? Or does it look like 8-bit, kind of like old-school video game? It looks like a Super Nintendo game, so it's, it kind of looks like Super Mario World. So it's like a little bit above like Nintendo graphics, eight bit. Yeah, uh, it looks like Genesis Super Nintendo. It was made in like nineteen ninety two. I see, but I can't imagine. I, and did they just re-release it? For some reason, I thought they like re-released it, and it like is supposed to be beautiful. Or is that that's a newer Zelda that you aren't? Yeah, playing? that's it. Every yeah, every console has like the newer version of Mario and the newest version of Zelda, and everyone is loving Zelda Breath of the Wild on Switch, which is like what I'm playing, but with even more insane graphics and like an expanded universe. I can't imagine playing that because like I'm struggling right now with this 1992 version of the game. The idea of like that times whatever they can do now feels like way too much. Yeah, I'm like I'm dangerously close to playing more on my Switch, but like. Not being able to download this this game, just like it was a bridge too far. I was like, okay, so now I need a mini SD card. Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. So I just like put it down and yeah. started reading my book again. You should, uh, you should do these, the Nintendo, Super Nintendo online thing. Cause it's like the games that you're used to growing up keeps you entertained without like the barrier to entry of downloading and learning how to play one of these new games. Right. That's another bit of unsolicited advice. So it's that and uh, makes fucking, I don't know, rosemary. Solid. I mean, growing your own herbs. Jill was doing this thing. Do you know you could like regrow scallions? Yeah. Like some vegetables you just put in water and it like becomes that full vegetable again. Yeah. And that's one of that's like scallions. So you, we would like chop up scallions, put it in this water. And then a week or two later, just be like, you could have more scallions. It regenerates. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But like some of it is like regenerated and delicious and some of it is like poison. So you have to really do your research about what you can eat and what you can't. <laughs> yeah. So that's the unsolicited advice. There's a good uh, master class with Ron Finley, who's a urban gangster gardener uh, who like teaches you all about gardening uh, in an urban setting. It's got oh. the gangster gardener master class. So that's been that's very fun. educational and fun to watch. 
Have you ever done a masterclass? They're actually pretty cool. I have not. No. Yeah. Have you done? You're, are you I, you doing the the food growing one? It's. I'm. We're watching it. Avital and I. We're not like you know taking notes and like studying and like doing like homework. But they've been. I've watched a few and watched a few over Avital's shoulder, and they're all very uh, entertaining and digestible information. I feel like I remember when Masterclass was coming out. We like thought it, everyone was like making fun of it. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, oh shit. Steph Curry talking about basketball? Yeah, I guess I'll watch this. Or Aaron Sorkin talking about movie writing? At the very least, it's like interesting to see how these people who have succeeded have done what they've done. That's definitely true. Uh, All right, let's try to get to one last question. Another piece of unsolicited advice. Yeah, it's too much unsolicited. Here's one more. One one last piece of solicited advice. Uh, I'm a 23-year-old male from California. So we'll call him Mark Hoppus, but I went to college in Texas for four years. While there, I met my girlfriend of two years, but we recently broke up because the distance was too hard for her. We've communicated very little for about four months. Then we started talking again, and I flew out there to Texas this week, and we discussed the possibility of me moving back. I believe this woman is the love of my life, and honestly, I like the idea of moving out there to be with her. She likes the idea too, but says... We should just be friends and not dating for the first couple months it would take for me to move out there, as well as for the time for us to uh, really reconnect in our relationship. So my question is this, is she too under-enthusiastic about the idea? She says if I move there, we should definitely try our best at dating again, but is her lack of response a red flag? I love this woman, but my confidence in in moving is lowered by her reaction. Please Mm. help this hopeless romantic out. This feels like it's coming from the other guy in the situation that we talked about before. Like, it's (laughs) the expectations that are too much. Like, if you want to move out there, I think you got to want to move out there without having any expectation from her. Like, you can move out there with the hope in your heart that you guys will get back together and knowing that she thinks it's a good idea. But you can't move out there with a guarantee. You just can't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah but it's the fact that she's like yeah move out here and we'll see are you like uh then i won't do that i don't want to do that on a fucking 50 50 shot i'm not yeah. moving there to flip a coin baby yeah so like there i mean if you can't get over that then don't then i wouldn't move out if you're like i'm not moving out there to for the chance or like i i need it to be more of a sure thing then maybe you shouldn't move out because it can't be more of a sure thing you could also just yeah. think about like all the other things that Texas has going for it where you're planning on moving. Like if you like the land, you like the restaurants, you like Texas, you like certain things about it that will be nice regardless of if you have a heart, your heart broken or if you're with your dream person. <laughs> yeah. Some people are like like wired in a way where it's like, I don't care if you like say anything or guarantee anything. I just want to be with you. I'm going to fight to win you over. And then some people, I think I'm more like me where it's like, if you aren't into it, then I'm not going to try very hard myself. Like I need a buy-in as well. I'm not going to move there and try to convince you to be with me. Yeah. I, but I think that like, you also have to look at where it's coming from. Like her saying that she isn't a hundred percent sure isn't necessarily a reflection on you or anything. It could just be like, you know, she doesn't want to live up to that pressure. Like it might be something that, that she's struggling with. It's not, it's not a, it's not a knock on you or on her, but it's just something that like, I don't know that it's something you shouldn't take personally. 
Right. It's not, I don't know. It feels like uh, that's, that's her truth and your truth is different. And if it jives, then go for it. And if not, then don't, but don't try to convince her. I guess it's nice that she was honest with you and being like, yeah, we'll see about it. That way you can make an informed decision rather than you moving out there and then her ch- changing her mind or telling you the full truth. So, and sometimes pressure makes things go awry. Like if she's like, yeah, come out here and we'll be together. And you're like, great, I'll come out there and we'll be together. And then you go and you move in together. And if it's not perfect, everybody freaks out and it blows up. You want to let it like be a little more organic and grow. Much like your sage. <laughs> Don't overwater this relationship. You have to dry it out. Or underwater it. That'll kill it also in a very similar way. Just watch a master class. You'll figure it out. I actually don't trust plants that you can overwater. Like, I'm just going to give you a shit ton of water and drink responsibly, I guess. Like, figure it (laughs) out, Sage. If it's too much, stop fucking sipping on it. And if it's not enough, then I'll give you more. You can overwater a human, too. The vest is like, I'm like carefully like pruning delicately, like making sure the pH level of this and that and the water is fine. And then I like go for a walk and I just see this fucking cactus that's 38 feet high that like grew in the <laughs> middle of a sidewalk. Like, so where did that come from? Like yeah. this one is accidentally getting just rainwater once every one? fucking year. <laughs> yeah. How is that this random shit growing out in the middle of nowhere? That's enough. Meanwhile, I'm well, you like, could probably you could grow the you could grow the hell out of a cactus in your backyard. All it needs is sun. Yeah, yeah. Cactuses are easy. That's the it's the the herbs, the food that need extra love and attention. Yeah, but you know what? They're making me earn it. That's right. If you could just garnish your pasta with a little fresh cactus, that would be perfect. <laughs> the best is when the sage is completely dead, and I like. Tr- prune these like dry small brown leaves We're like let's make some butter sauce with this <laughs> babe we get poisoned won't have to go to whole foods also <laughs> yeah this is all just a fucking make a plant that costs like 99 cents at it's on the amazon it's the feeling yeah. that you want <laughs> doing it myself god it's gonna be so good i can't wait uh all right where can people donate this week there's so many places i feel it's not like we're going to shout URLs at people and have them write it down, but a light Twitter or Google search will yield many results. That's right. Uh, so don't forget, keep that foot on the gas pedal, everybody. Keep the foot on the gas and also d- definitely do a little bit of research because a lot of places have, uh, they're, they're redirecting their donations now. So there's, there's plenty of places that don't have enough money yet uh, and other places that yeah. are overfunded. So... Dive in, dive in, don't be afraid. That's a very unique and new, exciting problem. It's like, we've gotten too many donations. Like, people are so upset that they are donating so much money, more money than these nonprofits know what to do with. And they're, like, literally asking people to to donate elsewhere. Spread the love around. Yeah. And this is all in the middle of, like, coronavirus. So people are, like... This is a, a tightening of the purse strings uh, society, and they're still giving too much money. Indeed. So good job on everybody. And good job for you guys for listening and writing in. Uh, theme songs were uh, send them all down to if I were you show at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Opening one was the I Miss You cover. Uh, did we shout the guy out? Yeah, I think so. He had a. Oh, maybe we didn't. I don't remember. He has a. Yeah. 
Tommy Dowdy. I don't think we did. I have a YouTube channel where I post music and starting a series of animations. Animatrium Studio. Animatrium Studio. Everyone should go because I bet this guy listened to the episode and was a little stressed out that we never, never, ever thanked him. Yeah. Instead, we just spent 17 minutes thinking of song titles that didn't have the title in the song. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so we had to listen to that whole thing, waiting for a shout out that never came. Sorry, Tommy. And uh, Animatrium Studio. And this closing one is another cover of a song that I didn't quite recognize, but maybe you will. Everything's Tragic? Everything. Oh, it's. A, oh, all right. Yeah, dude. I fucking love this song. So, oh, sorry. It's Everything's Magic. And Everything's Magic cover. Yeah, everything's yeah, magic. Called everything tragic. Uh, and his this guy is Zach Ruttiman. Only thing to plug is my Instagram Slackery. That's a cool, good Instagram handle. Uh, so thanks to Slackery. Thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks for your continued donations anywhere. And uh, we'll be back on Monday for more content. You can listen to the Headgum Podcast on the Headgum Network. That's me, you, Jeff. Sometimes Riley, sometimes Marika, and uh, our Patreon has bonus content as well. Oh, yeah, baby, to keep you entertained. Videos. So there's more of us if you if you so desire. And we'll be back here next week. Ciao, everybody. Later. And do you ever just need some advice? Drop a line to these two guys I can say that I have I can say that I have And do you ever lie awake at night Wondering how you could snatch up that dime Cause I can say that I have Yeah, I can say that I So hear this please, I really need some help to seize the cheese, and what do I do when she's going down? I really like this girl, but she's been around. My life, my life is tragic. Jake and Amir, please, I need advice. Do I need to tell her if my views have lies? When she looked at me, I ejaculated twice. My life, my life is tragic. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>